You're listening to the Fox in the Phoenix podcast, understanding the feminine cross-dressing experience. I'm Savannah Hawk, dual gender male to female crossdresser, LGBTQ plus advocate, TEDx speaker, and author of the Living with Crossdressing book series. And I'm Julie Rubenstein, proud ally and co-founder of BoxandHanger.com, a feminine styling and life coaching service for cross-dressers and transgender women. Hey, Julie. Hi, Savannah. How are you? I'm okay, all things considering. Mm-hmm. I heard we got a lot of renovation happening. Yep, renovation. There's a little, you know, war out there going on in Eretius Royale. That's all I'm going to say about that. Then I am packing up. My family is packing up and moving to the in-laws because there's going to be some serious work done. All the inside of my home is being painted and they're putting in recess lighting and I'm just, I'm packing up. And as much as I'm very thankful for, you know, shelter at this time and a Mm -hmm. stock fridge and a house cleaner, you know, not too shabby. It's a very nice large home that I'm moving into. I'm such a homebody and I feel so (laughs) dysregulated that like, I don't want to say the deal was, but the deal was lightly saying it was that we would like, we wouldn't have to leave. Right, 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 right. And in theory, I guess that's true, but not leaving would entail something far worse than leaving. If that makes Mm -hmm. sense. putting everything we own like under some tent like it would just it's, it's, it's like <laughs> yes. too much like it's a lot yeah it's a might, lot if we do full home renovation where eventually every corner is going to be tapped and hammered and opened up or something yeah eventually your safe space <laughs> becomes very very small and all of a sudden you're like my safe space is in the tub in my bathroom and even that's being renovated so, yeah, and I'm super thankful. Shout out to my in-laws that don't oh. listen to this podcast. I am very thankful <laughs> for their support financially with this beautiful home. But I was okay not doing anything for the rest of our lives. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes, I will be happy in the end. And yes, yes, yes. But the way my ADD mind works and my creature of habit works, it just feels wake me up when it's over. So two yeah. things. You're moving on up to the east side and wake me up before you go, go. Ah, and I'm and a maniac, maniac <laughs> on the floor. Is that how it goes? And I'm dancing yes, like I, I never, never danced before. And I did have a few years where I was a whore. What? It was the virgin years. You oh, know? Oh. Well, that's like my whole life up until I had sex. But there was a moment in college where I held on to my virginity, but I was loose, let's just say. Loose and fancy free, I think they say in the olden days. I was flapping in the wind, let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God. speaking wow. of flapping in the wind. Yes. Speaking of flapping in the wind, just as you said, today's episode is brought to you by the letter W. And by that, I mean waxing. And by that, I mean Savannah's first bikini wax. Ah! (laughs) So while we're recording still in spooky season, this will come out way later, but it'll be perfect for the holiday season when all the sisters want to look their best. Maybe Mm -hmm. not for bikini weather, but for other things. And I know we've talked about 
you know, me getting my eyebrows done and me getting certain parts of my body done, but leaving my arms for Judy because she likes hair on my arms, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we've always talked about it in abstract when we're doing our warmups. But what we've never really done is discuss the full-on experience, how it feels and why to do it and what its benefit is and people who are still afraid to and, and what's that all about. So I thought that today with my first foray into the nether regions would be a great time to, to talk about it. So Giggle. <laughs> Giggle blush. I was a nervous wreck, by the way, because yeah. I've never had this done before. Me neither. What? No, don't assume. I'm just saying. I have never, in all my, my half a century here on this planet, I've never had wax between the upper the, thigh and the lower belly. Yeah. <laughs> so as the ardent fans that we have, the ravenous fans, all know all the other places I get done. I get, I went from shaving to waxing. I went and did laser hair removal for my back. So that's mm -hmm. never been a problem for probably over 10 years. I had eight or nine sessions, was maybe $80, $90 a session. And I went every month or five weeks. And you had a lot of hair back there? Not terribly so. Not terribly. But enough like, to bother you. Enough to be annoying for me. It was mostly right below the shoulder blades. Like you get those weird, almost like wings, like mid-back <laughs> wings. Uh, yeah. That and my hair wings. Hair wings. Wow. No, it wasn't like covered. It wasn't sweatery, but it was enough to just be gross. Like every other part of my body, I have a choice of what I'd like to do, but my back, I always considered very gross. So Judy and I were like, yeah, well, I also think it's gross. <laughs> so it was like, go get it done. And about eight, nine sessions later, nine years ago, eight years ago, and I've never had a problem since. So that's amazing. I love that for me yeah. uh, because I can't see it and it's hard to shave and you typically need somebody to help you. And it was just like a lot of effort. So that was, I love that. That was one of the first best things I did for my bio self-care. Also, and you'll appreciate this. I also started doing facials. The same person who does my waxing is also doing a facial. That's nice. I love it. I need to get a facial. Or, I mean, I would like to. But I'm on to bigger, better things with oh. the anti-aging. I mean, I'm turning <laughs> 44 <laughs> on do, 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 this Thursday. But not like when the podcast airs, time is, you know, time. I'm slip, slip, but, slipping. Time's just a construct, man. No. I am coming of age, and as I do, more things are apparent, more okay. treatments, more things that I would like to do. And waxing hasn't always been on the the docket for me. Okay, okay. But, you know, self-care is very important, and everyone's self-care and priorities are very, very different. But let's, let's continue to talk about the waxing specifically. Yes. yes. You with me. waxing. What? Well, as people may know, I get my full legs, sometimes my forearms, that's uh, typically forearm or it's upper arm and hands and my feet. So I don't like looking like a hobbit. I don't so you've feet. negotiated with you. There's been yeah. some shift yeah, yeah. around that, mm -hmm. which I think is also important. Like when you talk to your partner about certain things, will this bother you? Will that bother you? Things aren't set in stone. They're more fluid. So mm. I encourage the listeners, the ladies to not feel like the no is a hard no, but if it's something that's really important to you, I feel that the step that your partner should respect it 
Yes, I, I was just going to say that as well, because it is our bodies and mm-hmm. we should yeah. be as slaved as what they think we should be doing for ourselves, especially as somebody like us. I think it's very, very important to have a very healthy idea of what we need and want for ourselves. And I'm the type of person that if Judy says, oh, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that, I'm going to get a tattoo on my face. Right. I'd be like, really? On your face? All right. If that's what you uh, no, I don't in, know. In reality, no, in reality, if that was her choice, we could have a discussion about it. But if she really wanted to do it, who am I to tell her what to do with her body? Yes. So that's how I see life in general. And that's maybe just me. I know selectively not everybody is comfortable with what they need and want for themselves, but I've always been very adamant about if you make a choice for yourself, who am I to tell you to not pursue that choice? But it is a negotiation. Like you said, for my arms, Judy really, really loves my arm hair, but it was very heavy for my mm-hmm. taste. Mm-hmm. So intermittently, I'll I'll get it waxed and it comes in thinner and a little bit lighter. And so I'm getting to the point where I'm comfortable, where I feel like it's still... Oh, you know, this is typically what a woman could have on her arms. Right, right. Versus like feeling like this hairy gorilla. Right. That's the balance for me. That being said, we've said it on a different episode, is eyebrows. Mm. One of the things about my eyebrows, I was convinced that if I had my eyebrow shape, everybody would know. Like mm-hmm. I go into work Monday morning, like, hey, why are you looking at me that way with a high arch? <laughs> right. <laughs> that stunning, clean arch. Yeah. And I do have the luxury of having glasses that somewhat kind of can cover that a little with the upper frame. But I was so worried that I instantly would be outed right. by doing it. And that has not been the case at all. Nobody's ever looked me in the eyes and then their eyes start drifting up to my eyebrows because they they noticed something about it. It's never been the case. And I see people all the time. So again, a fear that wasn't realized. I was really all about my exaggeration of what I thought was going to happen, but it really didn't. So before we go further, because the the crooks of this is going to be the crotch of this. And But before we get there, I did some research today, and I just wrote these all down. Benefits waxing. Waxing removes all of your dead skin cells, giving you unparalleled smoothness in your skin. Not to mention that you're further opening up your pores to receive beneficial skincare treatments after the wax that can significantly benefit your skin and give you the refresher you need. So that's just a general benefit. Waxing's getting pulled off your body. Yes, it's taking off those upper layers. If it's done right, obviously it's perfect. If it's done wrong, you could get a little you know, inflammation and other things. So it's very important to make sure you get the right person or the right technician or wherever you go, make sure you're getting the right people to do the best job for you. And don't get, don't get locked into that person. If you feel they're not doing a good job, I've had very, very good luck with my technicians. And I followed my technician from a larger outfit to her personal practice because she's amazing. And I said, Why spend money and give money to the man when I can help her in her business? So Love that. Yeah. Fuck the man. Yeah. Assholes. Oh, what? (laughs) Wait, literally, wait, assholes, like, do they do your asshole? No. Yes. Yeah, they could. That is actually with the esthetician I have now uh, that I followed. She does have that as one of her line items. All right. Set the stage. Before we go on, just get back to eyebrows. But when they say your eyebrows, before it used to be about like just make sure they're trimmed and tidy. But shaping your eyebrows, actually, for sisters like myself and for ladies that are lovely like you, actually can help 
symmetry your face oh yeah because yeah, again yeah, yeah. Uh, eyebrows are they i always get told they're sisters not twins so <laughs> they are not identical especially your facial structure could be a little bit different and as a result if you have a great esthetician that really knows how to rebalance and shape the face eyebrows being shaved just a little bit different from each other can actually add symmetry and beauty back to your face in so many different ways so mm -hmm. while i was so worried about people thinking i look femme when I'm in male mode, never happened, but it actually can, even in male mode, give your face a more beautiful look so, to it. Soften look and a frame look. Yeah. yeah I, over the past, I'd say 10 years, I've learned the power of filling in those eyebrows with the color eyeshadow that would match. And I just got my hair done um, yesterday and she made a point to mix up an entirely different color solution for my eyebrows, making them darker than the hair color I chose because I okay. chose this time to lighten up the base because there's something to be said about really getting those eyebrows beautiful. That what for me the color, the arch, you know, feeling it in perfectly, it it softens my skin tone. It adds some pinkish tones that are pretty beautiful. But think about if you were a clown and you do all your makeup wide and you do, you know, the nose, the mouth and everything, how you draw your eyebrows on, it could be joyful, it could be angry, it could be an entire plethora of different emotions just based on how you pencil in those eyebrows. That's so true. Oh, so, yeah. And those are the horror stories you always see, like, why is that woman perpetually surprised? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, or, yeah, be careful. Yeah, definitely do some research, find somebody that you like, that you trust. And that's definitely where I'm at with my esthetician is I trust her implicitly. And with that, and I know you want to get into the meat of the matter. <laughs> yeah, that's um, there was an opportunity at her larger company that she was working for where she wasn't actually allowed to do bikini waxes on men for some reason. I think she needed a certificate or something, but because she didn't have that, she couldn't offer it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it with, oh, I'm going to go to this other random person to have it done. I just didn't feel comfortable doing it with somebody else because I was very in tune with her. And then secondarily, I had an opportunity to get a free one done also at that same place because they were doing like a clinic. Where it's like, hey, you're going to have this young person come in who has never done it before and they'll do it for you. And I'm like, hell to the no. First of all, I'm not going to be the subject of a clinician class where 10 people are looking over the guy's shoulder or the woman's shoulder saying, oh, that's what it does. Oh, that's what you're supposed to do. I don't want right. 20 eyes on me looking right. at my junk. Right. Oh, and my God. Because I never had it done. I really didn't know what to expect at all. <laughs> so, did they look at your job? No, no, yes. no. I didn't. No, I didn't do it. I was offered it. Somebody actually even called me to see if I was interested okay. from that place. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And I just kept shaving and, and doing everything like myself. Yeah. So finally, now that my tech, her name is Kay. She's amazing. And she's got her own place. And I really love helping people build their practice or build their business. I mean, I do it with Judy all the time. I mean, she used to work with me and now she's got her own business here at home. And I do my best to help out, you know, and get her on get her like going. 
And the same thing here. I love. I want Kay to succeed. And not only that, I got the bill from my last session, and it was like seventy dollars less than going to the big guys where she mm-hmm. worked. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to pay less, give her more love with that in that way, still give her a good tip, and feel like I'm helping the little person get at. So. I was like, well, I'm finally going to do this. I want to get a bikini wax, even though it's fall and nobody's going to see my bikini lines. And it's been on my bucket list for years and years and years, but too afraid to do it. And so I said, hey, can we add this on next time around? She's like, all right, sure. And so we did. So I went in, got my normal appointment, my eyebrows, my arms, my legs, my chest and stomach. Now, I will tell you this. One thing that was scary is when I first had my chest done, it was like Stephen Carell. Mm. And a uh, 40 year old virgin screaming Kelly Clarkson, where mm. it's bleeding. I mean, it, mm. it didn't bleed, but it hurt Ouch. so, so bad. So I went into this, and it's been getting less and less severe and painful and with every treatment, right? But I'm thinking to myself, self, this is the first time in 50 years you're going to have a bikini wax done, and you've been shaving that area for 20 years. And it's probably going to hurt 10 times as much as your chest ever did. And I went in there freaking out, not knowing what to expect. I even agonized because, of course, Kay has told me stories of other clients. I'm like, yeah, this guy came in and did a bikini wax because his girlfriend like wanted him to. And he was basically almost crying like a baby. Yeah. Didn't I want to ever yeah. do it again. And then some people get a Brazilian, some girls, they don't even clean up down there. And I'm just like, I don't want to be one of those stories. I don't want to be that guy who's like, she says to some other client, yeah, I got this client, you know, who's a processor and they were all gross down there. So I like, I trimmed up all my junk. I, oh my I, I God, mean, stop I, saying junk. Can we just say cucumber, pick? What do you mean your junk? Like, I can't. You okay? know what my junk is. I don't, don't act like you don't I know, know you have a junk, but my eyes are closed for this right. conversation. Because I don't right, know if talk. I... How about I, that? I'll talk about my right. Okay. So <laughs> I did... In my mind somewhere, I pictured you as a eunuch. <laughs> So you got to ease into it. Oh, okay? right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just part of my anatomy. And All right, I, just, I, say I, pe- just say penalingus, a uh, ball sack. <laughs> that would be, I'd appreciate it. Okay, I'll do my best. So I'm all worried about making sure I'm squeaky clean. Also was like, what do I wear to this event? I was like, I don't know what panties to wear. I shouldn't wear anything too tight. I shouldn't wear anything too loose. I probably shouldn't wear anything super lacy. So I was agonizing over what to wear just because I knew this woman was going to be my stuff and my peanut lingus, as you said. And your ball sack. And my, my ball sack. But I know <laughs> she's done my legs. I you know take off my pants to like have her do my full legs. So it's not like she hasn't seen me in underwear. Wait, just, and your taint? What about my taint? Oh, sorry, sorry. There's I just wanted about to, I just, all right, I just wanted to say the word oh, taint. You know, taint ain't a word. No, I'm saying. She's seen me, and I even texted her. I'm like, hey, what should I wear? Just, just wear what you usually wear. She's probably looking at me, rolling her eyes, going, what is wrong with this guy, too? It's just a bikini wax. So I go in. Right, just that sentence alone is, like, hilarious. What's it's that? understandable. You're like, it's just a bikini wax. No, it's your very first. You've what? never done it before. And she's probably just trying to talk you off a cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably. But she's done it. So it's not like, I mean, she knows. She's done guy bikini waxes. She's done plenty of women bikini waxes. So 
she was probably like under like you said understanding of my trepidation but really like no it's gonna be all right it's gonna be all good so she does it last she saves it for last and so she does my legs fronts and then she flips i flip over she does it backs but the difference is now she's getting higher up the leg like before upper leg kind of stops maybe an inch before you get to the crease of the butt cheek right so she's now doing other parts of me and i'm like oh that's new and different okay and so then she flips me back. She doesn't flip me over. I turn over. She yeah. starts doing the front. And I'm like, okay, so what now? <laughs> and so she's like, no, just hold her underwear down a little. And she's like, how far down do you want it to stop? And so, I don't know. I actually was like, I don't know, that much? Like two inches from the- Like we're talking, your belly button is here. Yeah. Then you go down. So we're talking about- the All the area between the belly button and the penilagus, as you want me to say. And so she's, how far do you want, you know, the patch, I guess. She didn't say that, but like, how far do you want me to trim? So I basically took my finger and I took it from where my thing starts. And I'm like, oh, oh no, that, like two inches. I was like, all right, uh, two inches, I guess. I don't know. So she basically starts waxing and she's, okay, inhale, exhale, inhale, inhale exhale, inhale, exhale, one, two, three. <laughs> Oh and, my God. And, and I'm like, <gasps> and, but the anticipation mm-hmm. of what I thought the pain was going to be was nowhere near the reality of what it was. Again, you thought it would be at 12 and it was, it was like, like a, a seven. Six. Yeah, six, yeah, six. yeah, exactly. I really thought it was going to be as bad as my chest was the first time. And she did actually hold up the wax to show the follicles and just what she had tore out. The hair. Like, the hair. The hair and the follicles. The pubes. Up. We could say yeah, pubes. Oh, that's right. The pubes. So she does that. She, so she does like from the belly button down across, right? Those are like, your right. pubes. I'm so proud. <laughs> so, so she's like, all right, all right, now what? And she's like, all right, well, now we have to do the signs. So now she wants me to hold the underwear basically toward the middle and then do all between the, the thigh crease right. and where I want it trimmed down. So again, breathing in and out, breathing in and out, one, two, three, rip. She was very complimentary. She was like, you're doing so good. <laughs> it's like, you're doing great. You're basically a champ at this. You know, she really let me know that I did a good job, like, and I didn't like burst out like in tears <laughs> or start bleeding or something. And uh, it was amazing. It was an amazing experience. There was one final little strip she did that hurt like a 13. That I was not expecting because everything else had been underwhelming. And I was like, ah. she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So everything's all done. I'm getting off the table. And you know how, and this is for the sisters, when you freshly shave your legs and you put on those nylons or those stockings for the first time on freshly shaved legs, mm. that feeling of cleanliness, of, of just smoothness and just, oh, it's just this tactile sensation. I'm in my underwear. I'm putting my jeans back on, and I had that exact same sensation. Really? Yeah. I didn't anticipate it, and I was like, oh. I actually said that out loud. Oh, she's like, it feels good, right? She's like, yeah, this feels amazing. It was amazing. It was something I'm definitely going to add as part of my ongoing self-care. I can't recommend it enough. But here's one irony to the whole story. As I'm already done, I got my wallet out, I'm ready to pay. She's like, oh. I'm like, what? It's like, I forgot to check if it was symmetrical. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I said, well, you know what? 
I mean, I could take all my clothes off again and we start again. Oh. I said, or we'll just save it for next time. So I go home and I, I go home. I'm like on a high. And I said, Hey, Judy. It's like, she's, Hey, how was it? I was like, it's great. I said, I had my first bikini wax. She's like, what? I said, yeah, I have my first bikini wax. It's something I've been wanting to do. So she said, so do you want to see it? So, she, <laughs> so she's like, sure. So pull it all down and she's like, looks good. And, uh, and you're like, and by the by, I just have one tiny question. Actually, not so teeny. Oh, cute. <laughs> Is it symmetrical? I didn't ask. No. But she did say, but she did say, hey, do you want me to take a picture for you? And I'll delete it right away. I said, no, no, that's cool. I, I, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out later. He said, no, I can take a picture and you can see. You can look at the mirror. Exactly. So I did find that one is a little too tight and the other one's a little wider. So it's not, the square's a little offset. If Lefty, you know. loosey, righty, tidy. <laughs> I think it's the left side that's a little in too far. I'm not sure how you correct that other than just going I mean, farther on the other side. Now, all of a sudden, everything is so, so short and short and short. It's basically not there anymore. I don't know. But we'll deal with that next time. So the one thing I wanted to say here is that for a bikini wax, and this is something outside Pole Town, it says, there's actually a scientific reason why you've just left your appointment and are feeling so incredible after bikini wax. Sometimes during a bikini wax, your brain releases endorphins to prepare you for any pain it thinks you're about to feel. This can be why sometimes you feel particularly invincible after a wax. And if any of that is true, that would completely make sense because I was anticipating an insane amount of pain and didn't feel it. So I already had this relief of these endorphins to pave the way, if you will. I would recommend it. Hey, it ain't for everybody. It depends on maybe your quality of hair or your thickness of hair or your density or whatever it is. But for me, to my lovely sisters, I would definitely say, do it. Really? Yeah. Definitely. I mean, this is one of those things like, I don't know why I waited so long. Yeah. But really, it is about having that comfort level with the person who's taking care of you in that way. Like I said, Kay is amazing. I can't speak highly enough. Anybody who's in the upstate of South Carolina, let me know and I can point her your way or vice versa. You should put the link to the business below. Oh, you could. Yes. You know what? I would. That is amazing. I will do that. So, yes, I will put a link to her business in the show notes. Because I think she does an amazing job. She's super sweet. She's attentive, dedicated, whether it's a facial or any kind of waxing I've had with her. She's just on top of her game. Love that for her. I mean, maybe when I'm visiting again, maybe you could take me down there, but I probably just get my beard waxed. No, I'm good at plucking it. I don't have a full beard. I don't even have a partial. I don't even have stubble. I just have four Judaic hairs that will sprout, sprout, sprout. On behalf of my ancestors, and whatever I'm at school, just ADDing out, I'll just stroke my beard, and I'll if I stroke it too much, I'm like, "Yep, it's time." Mm. But waxing, ah, nah. <laughs> I'm either Gracie Lou Freebush or I'm a shave kind of girl. But my friend does the Brazilian. Mm. And she goes to someone that just does Brazil, like that's their focus. Okay. So they've seen the Majora, the Menorah, all these folds, and probably a couple penilinguses in their day and ball sacks. I can't imagine they would. I didn't think that uh, a male bikini wax was a thing. I really, honestly, in all honesty, I never really looked into it. And I'm like, oh, 
you have that on your menu of things that you offer as a service. Yeah. So it's like, for some reason, I really was not aware. I thought it was like a special weird off menu request, but I think more and more at, you know, in the early 2000s, when metrosexuality became a lot more popular, manscaping, you know, self-care for men in a physical sense, I think it's become more and more like, hey, we're, we need to tap into a whole other market, which is the male market that we haven't been tapping into. I will tell you, there's never another guy. When I went to the place that Kay worked uh, for somebody else, there was never another guy in there. Yeah. But I was like, hey, I'll just sit in this comfy and chair. And you're like kind of the man and the woman. Mm. So you're kind of like, you know, a hybrid I'm kind of, but if anybody were to walk into the waiting room saying, hi, do you have any appointments for uh, my husband? They would say, you mean like this guy right here? You exactly. <laughs> There's definitely never ever been a Savannah-fied appointment because all that shit would just have to come off anyway for her to get the wax on me. So, <laughs> Oh my God, maybe next time you have to do it, you dress as Savannah. But I can't. That's the oh, yeah. Because now you, I you, did think about if, the- Yeah, exactly. Or in hip pads and you can all that pull, stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all that stuff would have to come off for her to do the work. I thought about it. It would be awesome, but not for a waxing. But I did think about for a facial, if it was on a day or a weekend day where I could be like, oh, you know, I could be Savannah and do like I did when I went for the boudoir shoot. Put on the big sunglasses, just shape, but not really put anything on my face. You could do the facial, but I could do that. And I know that this is really difficult for people to imagine who have a very set way of applying their femininity, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, an A-line wrap dress or, you know, something, not everything needs padding. So That's if you're intentional, I mean, you could be fully femme in the face, the hair. I know this is, you know, rocking people's mind a little, or it's not. It's very, you know, possible. But if you wear pantyhose for the warmth factor, you just pull them down like any woman would. Mm. I don't know. You know, I think it would be a nice experience to someday try it. Maybe in the spring or summer where you don't have to bundle as much, but I don't know. It's worth a try. Spring would be better because I'd be so concerned about, because you have to let your hair grow. So I'd I'd hate to be that hairy legged woman going to <laughs> oh honey there are so many hairy legged women out there that in the winter yes. you know what that should be when you should do it which no is like the last day of winter into spring mm. because yeah. i can't tell you how that first day of you know it was actually summer for me because i don't tend to wear a lot of, i always wear long pants and stuff my my leg hair is it's light it's yeah. like the, the color's light but like when you when you dip it into the sun, the sunlight, I'm like, wow. <laughs> now I didn't wax, but that would be a good time because everyone's cleaning up for the warmer. Right, right. I mean, I'm gonna and- I'm gonna put that on my radar for sure about right. like how could I, like you said, do the minimal like I did with the boudoir shoot where I did everything to the minimal effect so I could get to the appointment to take advantage of the appointment. So maybe, yeah, I'm sure there's a way right. we can talk offline to figure out, like I said, a nice A-line dress where I can get that off quickly. You know, you may be just a pen of broad, no inserts, just to give me a little bit of bust, but nothing that needs to, you Why? Because they need to do your chest? Yeah, yeah, they need to do yeah. everything. So that's the thing. I like, mean, if you want to make a separate appointment mm-hmm. just for your bikini line. Oh, well, it's a lot of work. It's a long way. 
I mean, it's life's like, work. But if, if you yeah. wanted to experience the female experience, yeah, that's right. like yeah. it could be a euphoric experience where you know you don't have to do every single thing. It may not make mm, sense sure. in your brain to do so, but it may for you to think about this one treat and dressing like a woman and having them do that one feminine part. Okay. I mean, I could even couple, if I work it right, I could couple the bikini wax and a facial the same day. Sure. Dressed as Savannah. And that would be, that would, I could kind of cover both of those experiences. Whatever you're comfortable yeah. with. Yeah. It's just the rest of it being done at the same time. It gets a little logistically difficult. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of women, and I don't want to use the word most, that go there and get the bikini line done. Yeah. But they're not a biological male. Mm -hmm. So I understand you're a practicality kind of person, which I love and respect. You know, just know there's more than one right way to do something. Very, very true. And on that note, I'm just going to say penilingus and ball sack and pubes. yeah, I said it. So that's that. Anyway, with that said, with the long extended locks on the top of my head to the non-existent pubes at the bottom of my body. No, uh, you have a patch. I have a patch. I have a soul patch. I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> ah! I'm sure I'm sure there's a billion names for all the different right. things it could be. It was not named on the service. It was like, we will give you a a three inch by three inch square. I have no idea. It was all I kind of done by sight. Next time we'll make sure it's symmetrical and <laughs> go from there. So on that note, I wonder what this episode's gonna be called. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Delete the laugh if it's not cute. Bye <laughs> for now. Until next time. You can find me on Facebook at Savannah Hawk or at Living With Crossdressing and on Instagram at Savannah Hawk. Remember, that's H-A-U-K. And to learn more, go to my website, livingwithcrossdressing.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Fox and Hanger or at Julie MTF Style, as well as on our website at foxandhanger.com. Julie, it's your moment. <gasps> Fox and the Phoenix podcast uses Anchor copyright 2023. Yes, nailed it. If you enjoy our content and want to make it easier for others to find us, please share with your friends. Tap the subscribe or follow button to the show wherever you're listening. Give it a five-star rating or leave a review. And for show ideas or comments, contact us through the podcast on Facebook at Fox and Phoenix Podcast or on Instagram at the Fox and the Phoenix Podcast underscore.